All right, welcome to the March 10th, 2020 episode of the Bro Code Sports Talk Podcast. We have a special SEC tournament preview tonight with a special treat later on in the show. We're going to talk about a few quick topics, so let's jump right in. First up, uh, we're going to talk about the Suns and Bucks Monday night. <clears throat> Bucks have lost their third straight game since Giannis went out with an injury, and I just want y'all's opinion. Uh, does that help or hurt his MVP case? Well, I think, as we discussed the other night, I don't know if it hurts his MVP race because of himself as much as his opponent doing so well right now. Um, it it's not looking good uh, as far as him winning it. I, I don't. I don't. I just don't think they'll give it to the same guy in two years, whether you know he excels the rest of the season or not. Which there's a lot of time in the regular season still. Didn't Russ get it back to back years? Uh, no, he should have though. He averaged yeah, two triple doubles back to back and then get her. Yeah, it absolutely. Wasn't, Which wasn't his fault. He didn't. Puts get a it. little more to the. Um. Yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um. With the whole, I mean, we had the MVP debate. I don't. Giannis or not, I I, I still feel like it. It'll go to LeBron. Well, I think LeBron's playing so well right now that, like Marcus says, it really doesn't matter what Giannis is doing. LeBron's just kind of leaving him in the dust, and yeah. you know, three games don't sound like a lot, but I don't know. To I think MVP means something different to me than it does you. I think you mean you think it means the best player in the league. I think it means who's the most valuable player to their team. And you know, the Bucks had lost nine games and all season, and now Giannis is out, and they've lost a third of that in the last three games. So if if we're going by how I look at MVP, you know, that's that makes him the most valuable now. To be fair, I don't think that if LeBron set out three games, I don't think the Lakers would lose three straight. But that's just me. Well, here's my thing. I mean, when you look at it, though, I mean, it's not like the Bucks can't get anybody to score or play well. I mean, Middleton had almost 40. Bledsoe had 30. I mean, Lopez had 20. I mean, they're. it's not that – it's not like their team isn't good. They may just had an off night that game or, you know, but I'm – I don't know. I mean, I understand what you're saying. The final was high. The final was what one? Yeah, it was like one forty to one thirty one. Yeah, I mean, a ton of points. Every like play defense. Every dog has his day. So. I mean, you know, you're not gonna win every game, and I mean, it's not like they. It's like I said. I mean, a guy having forty and thirty and twenty. You know, they scored. It yeah. wasn't like they couldn't get any offense or anything. Well, another so. thing, the Bucks lost to one of the worst teams in the league, and you look at the Lakers played the Clippers Sunday, two of the best teams in the league, if not the two best, and. You know, LeBron went off and, and they beat the beat the Clippers in a top-two showdown. Yeah, I mean, I think those two, those two in the West are just monsters yeah. right now. So I think they're way, way ahead of everybody as well. Another thing you've got to look at is, when is Baines going to go 9 for 14 from the 3 Not very often. That's yeah. what I mean. I'd shoot. Yeah, it's just <laughs> one of those things that he went, he got hot, and he had 24 points. Yeah, I mean, nine, that's not going to happen. Either. No. No. So. However, Rubio did uh, have a triple-double, 25 points, 13 assists, and 13 rebounds. He was the first son to do it since uh, Steve Nash Wow! in 2005. And again, wow. that doesn't happen much, Yeah, obviously. I mean, so, it, the know. Suns were on their game. Exactly. So y'all just going to chalk it, it up close. to Bucks had a bad day, Suns had a great day. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's basketball. Yeah. Okay. That's a sport right. basketball. That's fair. Moving on, uh, this is a debate that really everybody that watches NBA has been talking about. Rookie of the year. Uh, 
Ja, who plays for plays for my Grizzlies, has played all season, uh, missed very few games, and Zion, who has played less than twenty, uh, as we're doing the show right now, and the the stats are somewhat comparable. I mean, uh, Zion does have does average six a game more than Ja does, but you know Ja does the assisting and Zion does the rebounding, and that's pretty much it. Um, but you know, one of one of them has the eight seed right now, and the others on the outside looking in. I don't know if that matters to y'all. Um, no, absolutely. There's also a small sample size, though. I mean, that is you, true. You put Zion in 58 games that Jaws got, and does he average 23 points? I don't think so. I, I definitely do, just because Zion's going to be one of the greatest players in the league at one point in his career. I don't, and I no don't one disagree. disagrees with yeah, that. Not, but not as far as rookie here. of the year. Like this is, this is the only time these two players are up for this award. Well, that may be true, but I'm just saying Zion's got more support on his team, so it's even more impressive that he's putting up the numbers he is. I mean, he's got a guy on his team with Brandon Ingram that is just you know I mean he's a great scorer in the league. You got Lonzo and um, Josh Hart. You got uh, I'm. Uh, Drew Holiday, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's got a good team with him, and I'm afraid to tell you that I think that the Pelicans will knock the Grizzlies out of the playoffs. They're uh, they're four plus games out right now of of the eight seed, and with time many, is winding down. With how many games left in the eight seed? I, I don't know right off the top of my head exactly how many, but I mean, I know we're in February, and I mean, here's the thing. I mean, you you got you got uh, you got we're in March right now, and you got. Till I don't know. I think they give out the awards in July. I mean, if Zion plays another couple solid months and he keeps putting up the numbers he's putting up now, Zion will be the rookie of the year. So just forget the fact that one guy's played the whole season. Now, granted, I will say this: it's not Zion's fault that he's been hurt. Exactly. I mean, um, it's not like Zion has decided to sit out because he's being a baby or something like that. He's been injured, and now that he's healthy, he's balling out. Yeah, but he's not helping his team win games. They're less than 500 with him in the lineup. Well, that may be true, but they've also he's also been on minute restrictions since he's been getting back all, as well. He's so, averaging, kind of he's averaging 23 minutes a game. Exactly. And, and how many less points? than half a game. But and how many points is he for? Jaw, exactly. Jaw's averaging 27 minutes a game. The, but, but that's what I'm saying. I mean, you when you get technical on paper – Sure, you can you can make your argument for job. I'm just saying though, with the media that Zion gets every every night, and I mean, the well, league won't Zion to excel because that's he's another there, he's thing that frustrates place. me about this award is everybody just wants to give it to Zion because we've watched Zion grow up through social media. As a seventh grader, we were watching him dunk on people's heads. That's true. And now he's in the NBA, and everybody just wants to put him on this high pedestal. And Jaws just busted on the scene. I mean, he. He did all right at Murray State, and he got his team to the tournament. But, you know, I mean, he he wasn't even really on anyone's radar until the Florida State game in the NCAA tournament where he just went bananas. And ever since then, you know, he's – He was the second pick, though. He was the second pick, but he wasn't the second pick before that tournament. Well, that may be true, but I think he impressed at the combine a lot. And yeah. I think that it, it's not like we were looking at John going, who is this kid? Yeah. We know who John Morant was coming in. Yeah. I didn't. Well, it, I did not. Well, I, I did not. I mean, most people who, you know, go along with the sport, you know, they kind of know who John Morant is. And, I mean, I understand Mason's point of view of, well, Jaws earned it, if he will. But 
I mean, I just think if Zion keeps this up and he gets closer to 30 points and I think that the playoff, you know, they'll have they'll have the battle for the playoff spot. So you've got Zion? I, I think Zion will win. I've got y'all. I've got y'all. All right. All right. We'll see who knows what. All right. The, the Nets have fired their coach and they have moved on to an assistant. Um, my question is Kyrie the problem. Now, Kyrie has been shut down for the season, but – in my opinion, Kyrie is a tough player to coach. He's a tough guy to have in the locker room, and he does nobody any favors. Um, he seemed like a baby this whole, <clears throat> excuse me, this whole uh, season with Kevin Durant not playing. It just almost feels like he did not want to play without Kevin Durant, and because he doesn't. Well, maybe so. That's another thing I, I was thinking of. You know, Kyrie and KD. The season's almost over. They're fixing to come back. KD for sure. I don't think they wanted to come back to um, – or I, I don't even know his name. Uh, DeAndre Jordan? No, the, the, Nets coach, coach. the Nets coach. Oh. I, don't, I don't think they wanted to come back and play under his playbook, under his under his rules. I don't, I don't yeah, know. But in, in my opinion, you're a player. You're a yeah, player. You, that's play, true. you that, get paid that's a, to do this. Yeah, that's a front office decision. But, I mean, if your players don't want to play for your coaches – Look, the front Hunter, office hears. Hunter, I know that Kyrie's your guy. No, nope. well, he used to be. He used to be before Trey came into the well, picture. Before he started team. And, no, hang on. Let, let me defend myself here. Kyrie was the man in Cleveland, and that's where I like. That's where I originated with him. He left Cleveland to go to Boston because he thought he could do it on his own. Understood that he couldn't do it on his own, and then left. That's where I dropped him because he, okay. he thinks that he's the best, and he's not. well. Here's my thing: Kyrie has been a problem ever since he left LeBron. Yeah, I would say even with LeBron. No, he won a championship with LeBron, but there were still problems. Well, because he wanted to run the show, and that's fine. So right. I I give props to anyone who thinks, "Hey, I can do this on my own. Let me go somewhere else and go do it." Right. He had the perfect situation in Boston. Boston even screwed Isaiah Thomas for Kyrie, and then Kyrie ends up screwing Boston. Yeah. Well, now that him and KD could team up in Brooklyn, and now they've went to Brooklyn, KD got hurt obviously last in the finals last year, and I think it was in Kyrie's head that he didn't want to do much this season without KD no. because he he doesn't he doesn't want the grind that we were talking about the other night. Right. He doesn't have the Mamba mentality. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the killer instinct or the yep. LeBron, you know, the the hard work, work that it takes. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's kind of sad to see because I think he's he could be a top ten player in the league, yeah. and I just don't he's think he's still full of potential. He he yeah. is, but he's losing that potential he, every year that he wastes. He's becoming uncoachable. And, oh yeah, and I'm on. I don't know. I don't keep up with the Nets enough to know about their coaching carousel here. But I'm about to drop a name on Bro Code Sports Talk. Okay. For the next head coach of the Brooklyn Nets. Can I guess it? No. Okay. <laughs> I am saying that Mark Jackson will be the next Ooh, head wow. coach of the Brooklyn Taking Nets. Taking off the headset and putting okay. the Okay. And I think he'll do a great job. Uh, I think he have went from Golden State and. I wish he'd have probably had a. I think he taken it was with, terrible. It for was. Him. I mean, I wish with a grain of salt he probably looks back and went, I could have done exactly what Steve okay. Kerr's done, and I think he's done a great job as an, an analyst, 
and um, commentator. I love Mark Jackson, yeah. and I think uh, I think they're going to reach out to him, and I think he's going to look at that situation. I think he's going to run the East. Next that would year. be fun to watch. I think it'll be I think it'll be between him or Tyloo. Oh, mm-hmm. I don't see Tyloo. I don't see Tyloo. I don't think Tyloo would want to deal with now, Kyrie. Tyloo does have LeBron. the Cleveland connection. He does. He does. But he's seen Kyrie at his worst in that locker room. Yeah, he's, he's also seen KD though. He gets KD. Like you don't need you don't need Kyrie. Kyrie is is debatably the third worst player or the third best player on that team. Oh, yeah, but you still have DeAndre, him. And K- yeah, KD and DeAndre. Oh, I don't oh, know about no. that. But I'm just saying you're gonna have that locker room, you know irritable situation with Kyrie in there. It's not like you don't need Kyrie. He's there. They're right. paying him. So if I'm Ty Lue, I'm staying at the Clippers with the you know, with the team they got. Alright. Uh the M- the MLB top one hundred came out. Uh we're not gonna go through the whole one hundred for everybody's sake. We're gonna go through the top ten. Um let me add that this top ten does not have pitchers because I do not believe a player that plays once every five days should be in the top anything. That's a hot take. Um, yeah, it is. <laughs> I agree. Um, I know pitchers mean everything in the playoffs, but this is not a top 100 oh, playoff player. I agree. I agree. So uh, let's let's go through the top 10 real quick. Hunter, you got it in front of you there. and Then we're going to talk about who's too high, who's too low, or if we agree with it. At one, we've got Mike Trout. Two, Christian Yelich. Three is Mookie Betts. Four is Cody Bellinger. Five is Ronald Acuna Jr. Six is Nolan Arenado. Seven is Francisco Lindor. Eight is Juan Soto. Nine is Alex Bregman. And ten is Anthony Rendon. Marcus? Uh, First thoughts is we threw over $600 million at two players last year. And neither one of them cracked the top ten. That's It's hilarious to me, honestly. Um... I mean, I know... One barely cracked the top 25. Yeah. And the other I mean, one didn't even make the top 25. Yeah. I mean, that's funny. It's kind of, you know, laughable. But um, I don't really I don't really have a problem, I guess, with the list. Um, I mean, I don't really keep up much with uh, the Nolan... Um, sorry, excuse me. The Nolan Aaron... Arenado. Arenado. Okay. I don't even know who he plays for. The so Rockies. I can't really... Con- uh, who? The Rockies. Let's see. There we go. <laughs> They're not even mentionable. He is um, one of the top free agents that everybody's after right now. He's third baseman. And he's got a pretty good bat. but I mean, when Hunter said number one and spoke Mike Trout, I was okay with the list. Yeah. Because as long as Mike Trout's the best player in baseball right now. So, um, you know, you really can't. I don't know if I like Mookie Betts in the top three. I had him swapped with Bellinger. Yeah, I, I just said I mean, swap you three know. and four. I mean, they're interchangeable. They play on the same team now, so it doesn't yeah. even matter. I think Acuna's a little high for top five. I mean, he means a lot to his team, but I don't even think he's the best player on his team. Ooh. Oh. Behind who? I mean, I would pick Freddie Freeman over Acuna. No. I know Acuna's a lot younger, but Freddie's a lot more mature, a better, a better clubhouse guy, and has proven himself. And Freddie will outrun a double when we still have that problem. As a young player. That is fair. Um, not anymore. I don't know. Well, if you he... say not anymore, but he hasn't really proven himself to be that mature player yet. The kid's, what, 22? If we want to talk about kids, how about we talk about Juan Soto at number eight? That Joker's he's younger than I am. Yeah, I mean, that that's practically Bryce Harper's replacement. And you see him and that, come in at and eight and Harper fine. at 25. I, I, I got that. But I'm just saying, Acuna is top five in the league. Then we need to be showing some effort. 
I don't, I don't hold that necessarily against him personally. I'm, it's I'm just like is, Snit took him out of lineup, took him out of lineup for three days. He learned it. He's been hustling every. He hustled every every at bat. It was real late in the season though. It, but I, I, I will like, say this: it was in a pivotal game against the Dodgers. That's what I'm saying. You just you should not have that problem out of a top five player in the entire league of baseball, That's major fair. league baseball. And I'm not saying throw him down, you know, below ten because of that one mistake. We all make mistakes. I'm just saying he's not matured enough yet in the league to say he's a top five player. He will be there. I promise. I don't know how you can say somebody who missed a forty forty by what two runs and listen. Or, he's up there. I'm 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 just saying he's not matured enough to say he's the, one of the best players yet. He is up there. I'm saying personally, Freddie Freeman's a better all-around guy. Did you from, watch the playoffs last year? Yes. Because Freddie Freeman disappeared. Well, that may be along, true. Along now, with the entire Brave staff. <laughs> I mean, they, uh, play, everybody. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. To be fair, Freddie was playing injured, and nobody knew that until after it was over, and he ended up having having a procedure done on his elbow. But that's Freddie's fault. It is Freddie's well, fault. Well, that's an opinion, because what if he – what if he let somebody know and they hushed him? You know, that happens. We don't It does, but you don't know, you know. He could have said, Hey, you know, I've I'm having some irritable come on man, it's the you know, playoffs, whatever. I mean stuff like that happens. I feel because he was taking in quote unquote hard pills to get through. Yeah, to get through the pain of, of a game. Well, you when, have it, to when it that. gets to that though, you have you've got to draw a line. You know, we just got done talking about Kyrie and how, you know, he's been a baby about all his injuries and stuff and now, you know, we're trying or me anyway, I'm sitting here hammering Freddie for trying to fight through the playoffs with an injury. But I don't know. It's different. I guess it is. The the thing is when when you are the leader, you know, you wanna set that example and exactly. you want to you want to be there for your team, and I don't know. It was it was just hard to watch Freddie in the playoffs last year because you knew that that wasn't a hundred percent Freddie, right? And you had to take that you know into account too. And I'm not saying that I would drop Acuna out of the top twenty five guys. I mean Acuna has has proven himself. Like you said, he was almost a forty forty guy, and that's impressive in itself. I was just talking about. To me, Freddie Freeman's more valuable to the Braves than Acuna is. As far as locker room. As far as everything. Because Freddie's defense is spectacular. He's a gold glove winner. You know, his, you know, I'm just saying, that's why I don't love these lists. Because if you're going by pure talent, Acuna's up there in, in, you know, in the top. And I feel like that's what they went with. Well, that, you know. Well, if that's the case, Bryce Harper wouldn't be at 25 because he's more talented than what he pretty exactly, much. Exactly, 100%. And Aaron Judge is, you know, would be higher than he is at 15. Well, I mean, I, I, did, I think they went off pure talent and, you know, what you know what they contributed last year. If they went off pure talent, like I promised last. <laughs> <laughs> and what they contributed last year. Okay. Judge was hurt most of last year. He was so, hurt something. The whole Yankees were. I mean, but yeah, I understand that, but that's what I'm saying. That's why he comes in at 15 on this list, and, you know, Freddie comes in I at 17. I hope Stanton didn't even make this list, just so you know. I don't know if you I'm could I'm pretty remember. sure he did. He did? Uh, yeah. He's not top 25. But that, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, that, that's it, why Bryce cracks 25. And 100 players, Stanton's there. I don't I don't know. Oh, wow. If, if Altuve can get there, I know Stanton can. It's okay. not about that. Hunter, that brings me to my to my problem with this top 10 list. Alex Bregman? 
He shouldn't be on any list ever. Except except the biggest cheaters in baseball. Well, he's He's talented, but it definitely, I agree with me. I mean, we talked about it the other night. Once once you were labeled as a cheater, that's it for you. Yeah, I mean, to avoid, like, issues with this list, I would have probably left the Astros, just put an asterisk by their name, you know, or whatever. You can, but, I mean, it's the same way, like, Nobody was telling him, you know, where they were fixing to hit it on defense. You know, you can you can take, you know, they knew that what what was coming in the batter's box, but the defense that he played at third base was incredible. A uh, defense doesn't get you on a list like this. That's accurate. You got to do both. Yeah, to be on a list. I like don't. This. I don't but see anybody on this list both. because that's what I'm saying. He did he just half. did he? No, he did both, and he he just knew what was coming. Uh-huh. Okay, see, see that's where that's no, where my problem He should not be on this list whatsoever. That's where my problem. Lies. He, I mean, if, take I'm, take it up with ESPN. <laughs> well. All right. Well, that's going to conclude our um, non-SEC tournament topics for the night. We're going to take a quick break, and we got a special treat on the other side, and we will be right back. All right, we're back. We have our very first guest on the show, and it is Papa Bear. We're going to go over the SEC tournament, which starts tomorrow, and talk about some regular season awards that were handed out today, but we'd like to welcome Dad to the show. Glad to be here. Glad to have you, Dad. All right. Uh, let's go over some awards that were handed out first. I, I, I'm just, I was all, all upset today when I saw who won Coach of the Year. Calipari, I mean, I could have coached that team. You got five five-stars and two four-stars. I mean... He was he was predicted to finish first, and he finished first. He did exactly what everybody was supposed to do, or, or what everybody thought he was going to do. I will say we would have absolutely crucified him if his team was picked to finish first and he finished, say, fourth or fifth. So to be fair to Cal, I think doing what you're supposed to do should count for something. But there were a lot of coaches that did a lot more with a lot less than what Cal did. Well, that's true, but it just hit me while you were talking about that. If you translate this to football for a second, I mean, over the last 10 years, Nick Saban probably should have won Coach of the Year probably 8 out of the 10 years if you think about it. But every year is different, and I think sometimes we get numb to to greatness. And I think Calipari may have been rewarded for this award this year, maybe not even necessarily for – the coaching in games and on the court, but maybe even his recruiting because his recruiting hasn't fell off at all. And you know there is more co- there is more to coaching than in game. But we were just talking before we got back on here, and you know Bruce Pearl should have won it last year. I don't think anybody would argue that. Yeah. I don't care you know who you're with, but you know I think I think they give this award out a little too early. Yeah. It, I do too, and I and I personally think that um, that Bruce Pearl should have been in the mix this year because um, I am an Auburn fan, but um, he lost more than probably half the team last year, and coming back with nothing, and he is um, right now number two seed going into the SEC tournament. So, mm-hmm. and um, you know he was picked to finish fourth or fifth this year, you know by the media, by all exactly. the experts, you know, and so he he overachieved. Another one that overachieved was Buzz Williams in his first year at Texas A and M. I thought he has done a fantastic job with those kids. Uh, he was picked to finish twelfth, and you know here he is as a seven seed. And you know he he's kind of he's kind of got that off the court swagger, if you will. I mean he he really knows how to win over a locker room and how to 
how to hype up his kids, like you said earlier, it's not always about what what adjustments you make in the game or whatever. It's also about getting your team to buy in, and it's about getting exactly. the players to play hard even when they're outmatched, and, and Buzz has done that. Well, that goes back to Bruce, too, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, every, night in, night out, no yep. matter what happened the last game, Bruce is going to have his guys yep. there, and you don't want to go to the jungle to play basketball. Absolutely. And, again, that has to do with Bruce Pearl. Mm-hmm. Bruce Pearl does so much for Auburn's basketball team, and it's so much more than just on the court. You know, it's almost disrespectful that he hasn't got it mm-hmm. since he's been there. Yeah, he, he squeezes the last little bit of toothpaste out of the tube every right. night out of his players. Out of his players, and it out of his fan matter. base, out of his coaches. You're exactly right. And it does not matter what the score is, how much time's left. Guys, they were down nine to Texas A&M the other night with 45 seconds left exactly. and had a shot to tie. Yep. I mean, that, that team does not quit, and I think that is coaching. That's that's where I put him above Calipari and where I would maybe even put Buzz Williams above Calipari just in the job he's done with less. I agree. That's pretty much all I'll say about the coach of the year. But you also, excuse me, you have to think when the expectation for Calipari and his group every year is to win everything – you know it is hard to mm-hmm. to play with that expectation. Yeah. Just again, I I can't I can't keep comparing Calipari to Saban. But when you think about it, when you're Saban and your team is always at the top and you're expected to win every year, and then you get beat, it's almost like, you know, well, you know, they disappointed. Well, since when is eleven wins in a season disappointing? That's true. You That's know, true. so. All right, another award that was handed out. Um, <laughs> this this one cracked me up when I saw this one. Um, Edwards from Georgia got freshman of the year over not just Isaac Okoro. There were plenty of other freshmen. We were just talking about Kentucky and all the five stars there. But Edwards from Georgia, I mean, your team is a 13 seed in this tournament, and I don't like he wins it. freshman of the year. No, no, I don't like it. I mean, if I don't you're like gonna it. be the best. If you're gonna be freshman of the year, you gotta win your team some games. Yep, exactly. And, and overall for this year, they was fifteen and sixteen. Yeah, yeah. that's not even five hundred. You no, exactly you lost more than you won. Exactly. Yeah. And you you can't give an individual award to someone whose team did that. I mean, I I know this is an individual award, but at some point, your individual talent has to boost your team over that mountain and he just didn't do it this year and no. I, I just I really had a problem with that one but um, again like we talked about the Zion thing the media tries to boost certain yep. players for their image yep. and every time you turn on sports center he's dunking on somebody yep. so you know it, it's it's a it's a attention grabber and yep. you know who who Okoro doesn't flashy dunk he doesn't he just plays solid basketball and that's not really, you know, popular. Okoro did make first team all defense along with Herb Jones from Alabama, uh, who I think is a fantastic player. He's he's another one who is a hundred percent effort just about every night. He's the guy that does the dirty work that don't show up. He'll step in and take a charge, take one to the chin. If I'm not mistaken, he had a great game with a broken left yeah, hand. Yeah, he had a cast on his hand. He's he's at the free throw line hitting one handed free throws against yeah. LSU Incredible. back when their tournament was uh their tournament hopes were still alive. Um Samir Dowdy, first team All SEC from Auburn. Um, Kyra Lewis from Alabama was first team All SEC. Petty was second team, and Okoro was second team. Um, that was kind of all the local flavor there. 
Um, all right, well, the SEC tournament starts tomorrow, boys. Y'all got your brackets made out? I've got mine. I'm ready to hear Papa Bear's I am. <laughs> I am ready, too. We've, he, it's, it's been killing him all day not to talk about it. But That's true. We have finally made it, and uh, we're going to go over it. All right, first game is tomorrow, and we have Georgia and Ole Miss tipping off at 6 o'clock Central Time. Yep. Dad, number two. Uh, 12 seed Ole Miss taking on 13 seed Georgia. Who you got? Uh, I had Georgia to begin with, and I went back and looked at their schedule and their uh, wins and losses. And overall, this year, I mean, they're like I said earlier, they're 15 and 16, but they're 5 and 13 in the conference. And you just can't, um, you can't do that in this conference. And so I'm going Ole Miss. So, uh, Marcus. Well, I did. Uh, you know, I think that maybe. Um, the young man winning uh, freshman of the year this year, he might actually, you know, get named the award. He might, he might actually show up tomorrow night, and uh, he'll be on the big stage for the, for the first time. He probably won't be able to, he ain't gonna be able to dance at all this year. So I think, I think he'll come out and he'll show out, and his he'll get his team to win. I think they'll beat Ole Miss tomorrow night. I'm taking the Georgia Bulldogs as well for the same reason, Marcus. I, I think. I think as much as I just I just hammered the kid. Me too. I do think he shows up tomorrow night. Exactly. And, uh, I I think they take down Ole Miss, and it wouldn't be a huge upset. It's less than a three point line. Um, Ole Miss is favored by two and a half, but I I wouldn't be shocked if Georgia wins this game. Um, all right, we're gonna move on to the next game, and Marcus, we're gonna let you go first this time, so we're not all all going after one. All right, ball. sounds we good. Go first, uh, we got Arkansas and Vanderbilt. It's going to tip off 25 minutes after the first game. Who you got, Arkansas or Vandy? I got Arkansas, but if Vandy comes out shooting the ball well tomorrow night, Arkansas is going to be in trouble. I agree. Uh, Vandy did play Auburn tough in Auburn Arena, not to mention. Um, they did win at Bama. Yes, well. they, they did win at Bama. It really stuck a fork in Bama's season. They were all but done after that loss. Um, this is in Nashville where, where Vandy is. We'll see how the Vandy fans show up tomorrow night. I just don't think they have enough, though. I've got Arkansas winning this game. I do, too. I also have Arkansas. And, and Vandy's coming off two straight wins. But um, Arkansas, they, um, they're coming off a loss. But I just feel like the Arkansas overall is a better team. All right, we're going to move on to the Thursday games. First up is Alabama and Tennessee tipping off at noon central on Thursday. And I will go first this time. And I've watched I've watched a little bit of Bama this year, a little more than I usually do for whatever reason. But um, they're taking on a Tennessee team that got throttled at home the other day to Auburn. And I just think they're going to come out a little bit upset. And I think they beat Bama pretty handily tomorrow, and it's it's really going to hurt Bama's chances. Obviously, they're not making the tournament, but the NIT tournament, I don't even know that Bama makes that if they get beat and beat bad by Tennessee on Thursday. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, Tennessee, they um, they did get beat pretty bad the other day. I mean, Auburn beat them by 22 at home. But um, Alabama, they actually lost to Vandy the other day, which is – um, the worst team in the conference, and they got manhandled. Um, the coach was actually um, even getting on to them and talking about the defense, and and it's sad when you know one of the coaches gets on to their own players. But um, it, I, I I really think that Tennessee is gonna um, pretty handily handle Alabama tomorrow. Yeah, I, uh, we're three for three. I think uh, I think 
I think it's been a real disappointing year for Alabama. Mm-hmm. I think Nate Oates coming in, I think a lot of people were high, and I think he did a good job. I just think it was disappointing at the end. Yeah. And I think he'll get them there. I think I Nate Oates too. is their guy. I think he'll – I think in a couple of years, Bama, Bama may be looking at a five, six, you know, seven seed. But I just – I don't see it this year. I think, you know, sorry uh, to my Bama fans out there, I think Auburn may have really – Kicked the hornet's nest the other nine in Tennessee, and I think uh, I think Tennessee will be on pretty bad. But now we'll throw this in there: um, if Alabama is hot like they did against Auburn and hit all their threes, Alabama could win this whole tournament. Mm-hmm. That, that's true. That is true. Uh, if, if they get they, hot, if they bring their hard hats, yeah, that yep. will be hard to beat. <laughs> all right, we're gonna move on to the next game, which is Florida versus the winner of Georgia Ole Miss. And, Dad, you had who winning? I had Ole Miss. Okay, so he's going to have Florida versus Ole Miss. Yeah, I've got Florida straight up. I mean, there's no way that um, I I feel like that. um, I I think Florida, after um, that loss the other day to Kentucky, and they they, they had a 22-point lead and come back and lost it by one. And that's how Auburn got put in the number two seed. But, um, actually, Florida should have been the number two seed, and they dropped them all the way to five. And, I'm telling you, they that that's the hornet's nest right there. And I'm telling you, they, they're they're mad and they're gonna come out with a vengeance. And I think they're gonna manhandle Ole Miss. Uh, I got I took Georgia, but uh, no, 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 easy, easy, guys. Sorry, I took Georgia to beat Ole Miss, so <laughs> okay. I got Georgia okay. and Florida okay. in the matchup. But no, I think no, I think I think Florida will beat them handily. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, I do too. I mean, that's it's too much. Florida, Florida's talent is is really good and. As Papa Bear mentioned, they were up 22 on Kentucky, and that's not an easy thing to do if, if you know anything about basketball. But uh, just couldn't close it out. and It, it was a heartbreaker, but I, I'm with you on that. I, I think they come out motivated, and they come out and play with a fire under them, and I, I think Florida takes care of Georgia pretty easy. All right, the next game is Missouri and Texas A&M, and that game will start at 6 o'clock on Thursday night. Marcus, who you got? I got A&M. I think they'll handle them pretty pretty well. I think A&M's playing some pretty good basketball right now, and I'm just going to go ahead and say I got A&M. Yep, I'm with you on that. Um, I was raving about Buzz Williams a while ago, the head coach at A&M. I think he's done a great job, and I, I just think that, that this A&M team is, is really playing with a lot of confidence and swagger right now, and I think they take care of Missouri. Um, I'm taking Texas A&M too. I mean, they're the only team that come into Auburn this year and actually beat us at home. Mm -hmm. It was our last game, but um, to do that was something else. And Texas A&M, they've really got a good team. So I'm I'm taking Texas A&M also. All right, the next game is South Carolina, and we all three took Arkansas in the first round against Vanderbilt. So we all have Arkansas versus South Carolina. And... I'm going to go with South Carolina. I pondered this one for a minute. I thought I thought maybe Arkansas could, could pull an upset and win a couple of games, but I don't know. Frank Martin's done a great job at South Carolina, and I just think that they have a little bit too much talent for Arkansas to hang with them. I'm taking South Carolina also. Um, when, when you can go into Kentucky and, and um, beat them so um, that uh, I, I just I just take in South Carolina. That's well, I do like Frank Martin, but I gotta go. Sue-wee. Oh wow! I think Arkansas is gonna. I think Arkansas is gonna beat Vandy handily, and I think they'll be playing some good basketball come against South Carolina, and I think they'll get the upset. Wow. So Marks has the that, first upset of the of the tournament so upset. far with the eleven over the sixth. Yeah, in, in the second round, six. and Arkansas moving on. All right, um, we're gonna go back up to the top, 
Uh, this is going to be the first game on Friday at noon, and it is going to be Kentucky for sure versus the winner of Alabama, Tennessee, which we all three picked Tennessee. So, Dad, Kentucky, Tennessee, what you think? Um, I've got Kentucky. Um, that 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 um, the other day. Um, now I was talking about Tennessee a while ago, but um, when when you're up, and, um, when you're you know the last game Tennessee's played was against Auburn and. We um we pretty much manhandled them and in Tennessee and beat them by twenty two. Um, that's one of their worst losses at home, and I just feel like they're gonna be. Um, even though I feel like they're gonna beat Alabama, I think um, Kentucky's just way too much for them. I I gotta agree. I mean, we just talked about the Hornets' nest being kicked earlier against Bama, but somebody called the exterminator. <laughs> Kentucky's gonna take care of them like you ain't never seen. All right. Uh, yeah, I've got Kentucky as well. I mean, they're. It, they're Kentucky at the end of the day. They, they've yeah. still got the, the blue and white checkered on their jerseys, and they're just too much. Um, they're going to get their, their little point guard manual quickly back. You know, he, he set out the last game to kind of refresh his mind and regroup a little bit before heading into the tournament. I think it was a great decision. I think it was good that Cal backed him, and I think he's going to come out and he's going to just take over and, and really beat Tennessee pretty good. Um, all right, moving on to the next game is going to be Mississippi State as the four seed with a double bye playing the winner of the Florida versus winner of Georgia Ole Miss, which we all took Florida to move on. So that would be Mississippi State, Florida for all of us. Um, Again, I'm going to go with Florida. I think the talent. I think Mississippi State actually backed into the four seed. Um, They should have been the five, you know, like we said a while ago. Florida should have been the two. And Mississippi State kind of backdoored their way into a double bye. And I just – I really don't think they're going to be there. I I don't think they should be there is what I'm saying. And I think Florida takes care of business and beats them. Um, I'm taking Florida also. um, But I'm going back. And earlier in the year, Mississippi State beat Florida straight up 78-71. So they beat them by um, seven. And um, but I, I think that Mississippi State um, is gonna just. I, I think they're gonna be, you know, like I said, one and done. I, I feel like Florida's gonna be rolling, and Florida still, um, they're still mad because they lost that game to Kentucky, and mm-hmm. they feel like they're the number two seed, and they got something to prove. So I don't think Mississippi State will, will go past their one game. Well, even though I have um, I have Florida beating Georgia, but I think Florida's put themselves on an uphill ramp here, knowing that they could have won the other night against Kentucky in that 17-point um, comeback that Kentucky over, you know, overcame against Florida. And I think Florida, Florida gets a little fatigued in Georgia, and I think Mississippi State's had time to rest up a little bit. So I think Mississippi State will get them close, real Ooh. close. Yeah. All right, all right, we're gonna move on to the next game, which involves our team. Uh, the two-seeded Auburn Tigers will play at 6 o'clock Friday night against the winner of Missouri and Texas A&M. And we all three had A&M, and that's who we think Auburn's going to face. Uh, Dad, you're up first. Auburn he A&M. Better who you yeah, I'm he taking better Auburn. I'm okay. telling you what. They, they are one fired-up Auburn team knowing they can get a rematch with Texas A&M. A&M stirred up a hornet's nest when they beat Auburn their last game at home. Auburn's going to come out, and I will take Auburn minus 10. Oh, that's what I like. Double digit. I like confidence coming out of He's finally got some positivity. Papa Bear has some confidence in the AU Tigers. Yeah, they do. 
I uh, I also got I got Auburn uh, beating A and M. I think I think A and M did a really good job uh, with getting our big guys in foul trouble the time that they came to Auburn to beat us. But I think I think we'll have a game plan for that. I think Auburn will be rested up, and I think Auburn will open a can, if you will. Yeah, yeah I do too. I, I think Auburn's just too much. Um, you know, I, this is this is where it comes back to the whole coaching thing. I think Auburn is going to look at what happened Wednesday night, and they're going to adjust. And I just. I think they're just going to overwhelm A and M early. I think they're going to get up big, and A and M's just not going to be able to come back. And A and M will have already played a game, so you know Auburn will have the fresher legs, and I think they beat A and M pretty handily, also. Yeah. All right, the next game in the bracket is the three seed LSU Tigers versus. I've got South Carolina. I got South Carolina. And Marcus, who'd you have in South Carolina? I took Suey. Okay, Suey, Marcus did right. take Arkansas. So you've got Arkansas versus LSU. Who I do. You got? Uh, well, the Hogs are going to show, but the Hogs will get eaten. Okay. Uh, <laughs> the Tigers will maul them. Okay. <laughs> so I got LSU advancing. Um, this is my first upset of the bracket. I have South Carolina moving on and beating LSU. I Ooh. think LSU has been a letdown. I think um, I think their expectations were really high this year, and I think. South Carolina takes care of business and knocks out the three seed early. Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to disagree with that 100%. LSU's going to have the the, um, the fresh legs, and I'm telling you, LSU's got a great team. I've, I have watched them this year, and they've got some great wins. Um, the losses, um, Auburn and Alabama and Kentucky and Florida, I'm telling you, those are some good teams also, but that's um, – they're they're overall twenty one and ten, twelve and six in the conference. So that guard um, they got, do you know about? Do you know? Do you have it with you? Who their no, LSU's guard? That guard is really good for yeah, LSU. I, I can't think of his name either, but he he has wild. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I'm taking LSU. All right. Uh, got our final this, four. Yeah. Well, this is our this is our final four, and you'll have to tell me because yeah, neither one fine. of these yeah. games are set. So okay. who do you have in your first semifinal game, Dad? I got Kentucky and Florida. Okay. Um, I'm taking um, Kentucky. Um, I know um, they played Florida the other day, and they were down by 22. And Florida, I feel like, is, is going to be out for revenge. But I just think Kentucky's got, got their number, and they're they're just one step closer to getting to the championship game. So, uh, <coughs> Not not bad. Uh, I got Kentucky and Mississippi State, and I think – you know, I just think Kentucky's too strong. I think in this tournament, uh, I don't know. I don't know why. I just feel like Kentucky's going to have a chip on their shoulder for whatever reason. I think uh, Coach Cal's going to go out there and he's going to have his guys ready. And uh, I think they're going to they're gonna steamroll Tennessee, and I think they're going to beat Mississippi State. Or, I mean, I don't care if it's Mississippi State or Florida, Kentucky will win. Yeah. I've got Kentucky-Florida in this first semifinal game, and I'm like, hell, I have Kentucky. I think they're just too much. Um as I said a while ago, they get their point guard back, who's a great player. Um, I just think it's too much for Florida, and, and they take care of Florida pretty easily. All right, the second semifinal game. Marcus, who do you have? I have Auburn and LSU, and uh, I got to I gotta go with the Tigers here. It's a bold move. <laughs> bold move. Uh, bold move. I think Auburn. I think Auburn will squeak out a, a very close game. I, I, I could even go to overtime. I think these twos match up. Uh, these two teams match up really well with each other. I think it'll be a, it'll be a big game. But I think Austin Wiley will really have a great game. I think it'll be too big for uh, for LSU. And I think uh, they had a heartbreak win over LSU earlier in the season. I think. 91-90. And I think uh, I think Auburn will squeeze it out one more time. 
I actually have Auburn, South Carolina in this game, and I feel like I feel like that's best case scenario for Auburn. Let me say that. I think if LSU does get knocked out, that is a team Auburn doesn't want to play in LSU. Um, and I think if it is Auburn, South Carolina, I think it is a cakewalk, and I think they beat South Carolina pretty good. I agree with that, but I'm going with LSU, and so that's going to put Auburn and LSU in the in the game, and the, like a like. Marcus said the Tigers are going to win, and the Tigers are going to lose. Um, I've got the LSU Tigers beating the Auburn Tigers wow, wow. in this game. It's going to be a close game, like Marcus said. It could even go into overtime. But um, we have watched them, like I said earlier this year, and Auburn pulled it out 91-90. But um, this is probably going to be one of the best games in the whole tournament is the Auburn-LSU game. I agree. But I'm going to take LSU. And don't forget that Auburn-LSU game, Auburn had no business winning. No, no, no they, they didn't. LSU has many games this year. Yeah. Many games this year, Auburn hadn't had any business That's even true. being in. And they That's just true. fought back. So, yeah. we'll see. Yep. I see your confidence run out in the second round there. Yeah. Well, wow, second I, game. Believe me, I'm an Auburn fan. But as I just feel as like confident LSU's as he was win. against A&M, buddy, that, <laughs> that bottle ran dry quick. <laughs> A little different. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, it's championship round. On Sunday, uh, Marcus, you have Kentucky and Auburn? I do, and it hurts, but the Big Blue will beat Auburn. And I, if it if it is Auburn-Kentucky, I think Kentucky will win. But they handily. are playing, playing on a natural – I mean, a, a, a neutral, a neutral I, side. Yeah, and I agree. I, I, I do understand that, but I do think Kentucky – I think Kentucky will beat Auburn pretty bad. I also have Kentucky and Auburn in the championship game. Uh, we've watched these teams play twice already this year. Um, they split the season series one and one. Each team defended their home floor. Uh, college game day came to Auburn the first time for Kentucky, and that added a little bit of extra juice to the crowd. Um, Auburn Arena was rocking that day, and Auburn Auburn just was not going to lose that day. Um, that was one of their best games of the year. They they led for most of the second half, and they ended up winning by six. They they just they finally put a team away, and not not only any team it was Kentucky. They put Kentucky away, and that was at home. Um, Auburn is not a great team away from home, as we've seen all season. They've got four losses, and er, I'm sorry, they have five uh, conference losses. And four of them were away from home. So Auburn does not play well on the road. Kentucky travels well. It's not far from Lexington and Nashville. I just think it's too much. And I'm with you, Marcus. It hurts. But I think Kentucky wins this tournament, and they beat Auburn. I would say less than 10, but I I don't think Auburn is, is really in the game for much of the second half. Well... This is my pick. I've got the LSU Tigers and Kentucky going to the final in the championship game. <coughs> Excuse me, but um, actually, I have the Big Blue going down. I got, oh, I got, boy. I got LSU um, winning it all. Um, I think after they beat Auburn, their confidence is going to be pretty high, and they're going to get in there and they're going to play Kentucky. And I, it could, I think it's going to be close, but I think LSU will uh, pull off the upset. I feel like Kentucky will probably be favored by three or four, but I feel like LSU will just um, actually win it all. Good wow. pick. Big, big pick. Big, bold pick there. I like it. Um, we agree on most of the games. We have a, we have a few different opinions, but uh, Dad has LSU winning it all. Marcus and myself both have Kentucky winning it all over Auburn. And um, 
All I can say, fellas, is let the madness begin. I'm it ready should for be it. Good. It yes. is my favorite time of the year. Yeah, uh, SEC March tournament. Madness. Yes, the SEC yes. tournament kicks it off, and then uh, the NCAA tournament will be very soon, and I just cannot wait. It should be madness. I agree. Should be a good one. So, but I'd like to thank Papa Bear for agreeing to do this and yep. sharing us, uh, sharing his picks with us. It's been and, fun. Yeah, uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Hopefully, we'll we'll get some more some more knowledge out of you come football season, uh, or maybe yeah. maybe we'll do another one of these before the NCAA tournament. It'll be hard to pick. Oh yeah, hundreds of yes. games. Yeah, I doubt yeah, we. Yeah. I, I think we might could do a. Here's my lead eight, or like the first or second round yeah. at a time. Yeah, that's true. We'll, we'll we could do it. Out. We could do rounds at a time okay. <coughs> yeah but all right we'll uh we'll see what the future holds but until next time that's it for the bro code sports talk podcast